What exciting things do you have planned for you and me to do? And welcome back to another exciting edition of The Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podman Ron. What's and that background? Can you guys hear that background noise? Uh, we did. I think it's uh, Podman Ron's uh, driving around in the convertible tonight, I think. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm in, uh, yes, it's windshield wipers, but I'm good. Uh, he, he's got to be safe out there. I mean, he can't. You expect him to podcast and not have the windshield wipers on I mean, <laughs> while he's driving? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, we, we promote uh, safety I'm here on the podcast. At the same time. I mean, That's sorry. okay. We got it. We got it. Uh, we are without Alex tonight, as he has better things to do than joining the uh, the Pod Brothers here. But uh, you know what? We don't need him because we're not even sure if he's even seen the main event here of Shang-Chi. But before we launch into that, launch into the news. And in the news, uh, somewhat of a uh, controversial turn, uh, the, the Russo brothers and uh, Marvel may be having a falling out all because of Black Widow. Of all, of all people to cause stirs, it's Black Widow, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, it's affecting like their deal for and and them lock because you know they're done right now, but you know they want to get them signed back up for more stuff. Uh, and apparently, the uh, the talks have taken a uh, a turn because of the uh, lawsuit with uh, Black Widow, which you know it kind of goes back to what we said a few episodes ago, like the uh, Bob Chapek, uh, who ran the parks and now runs Disney, apparently has no bedside manner and does not know how to uh, to handle celebrities and handle talent. So, but yeah, yeah, uh, just like the uh, the fight with the Shang Chi actor, you know. Yeah. So what is the what is the beef? I mean, I know it's about the streaming and all that, but what what are the Russos? Yeah, you ain't got no beef. You ain't got no beef. It's it's kind of like I take it kind of like uh, the Napster fight back in the two thousands with Metallica, Brad. I remember you know, that. Where it, Lars? The streaming stuff and the artists and the digital content and that sort of thing. You know, it happened with music 20 years ago, you know, 18 years ago. Now it seems like it's happening with streaming now. And it's like they want to renegotiate the way contracts include streaming services, not just box right. office day and date, that kind of stuff. Like, so it seems like that's that's where all this stuff is heading. And uh, Disney, uh, maybe the ones taking it on the chin, is uh, Johan has brought light so if i remember correctly if i remember my industry news correctly i think that it it all started years and years ago with uh the cast of bones that all of all again of all places david boreanis and uh the cast of bones (laughs) uh started you know thinking about their contracts and how bones was being exhibited on digital platforms and repeats over and over again and kind of regained a little bit of popularity and they were they were like wait a minute uh we ain't seeing anything out of this so uh yeah it's uh, like syndication yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's the new syndication deals yeah Yeah. so we'll see yeah and uh you know if the russo brothers want to move over to warner or even the malarverse hey why not right the malarverse could use the russo brothers right they definitely could use the, the russo brothers uh, but yeah, like uh, I think also it's not just that it's 
it's they can negotiate and kind of present solidarity but also like have the backs of the actors that right. they may want to cheer you pick for their projects so it's a win 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 all over for them by the way brad i uh the Millarverse. i read um another i went ahead and read super crooks okay which is the uh the new book that uh is supposed to be the spinoff of uh jupiter legacy because that was such a god awful god awful right. turd and he said, you know, Super Crooks is set in the same universe. It's just the bad guys. There's nothing that overlaps with oh, yeah. no references made to Jupiter's legacy. None of it. None of that stuff appears in Super Crooks. Uh, and Super Crooks is only a four-issue miniseries. So, uh, and it's basically Ocean's Eleven with superpowers. Mm. I mean, almost verbatim, Ocean's Eleven superpowers. So I don't. It's it's a pretty thin premise. Uh, I don't know how it's going to uh, uh, they're going to do anything with this. But, Is uh, that supposed to be it, the a, uh, the next Netflix show? Yeah, that's supposed to be the next one. These go, that goes into production. He needs to just skip all this shit and go to Magic Order. That's the one that, that uh, that's the money that, shot is, for you. Is the money shot? So oh, anyway, no. I, I, digre- I digress. I digress on that. Uh, in more troubling movie news, uh, I think Brian, you'd mentioned that. Uh, Top Gun Maverick is delayed again, or I mean, it, yeah. should they even? That should just be a straight to video. They ought to sell that it, to Disney and be over with, or Paramount. At this or, point, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pushed back to twenty twenty two now. What's interesting is um, we got an invite to go. This was like February of twenty nineteen, or I'm sorry, of twenty twenty. So before everything went to shit, we got this invite uh, to go to a sneak peek screening, but they wouldn't tell you what the movie was um, over at at the AMC that's close by. And so we went and they overbooked it and we didn't make the cut. Like we were like eight people back from the cut to get in it. How dare you, sir? (laughs) And uh, um, we, so we got cut, uh, come to find out later, they showed Top Gun. That was what they were showing for the, uh, for the, um, the preview in February, 2020. And now the movie's still not coming out until like May of 2022. Right? They showed Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, the whole movie. They showed. <laughs> wow. They did a screening like Jacob in would have loved it. Yeah, he would have loved it. But uh, but yeah, we got cut. So man, I really missed that opportunity. I could have gave a review. You know, I yeah. could give you guys beat by beat. The that whole, would have been uh, a Nerdstradamus exclusive right there. <laughs> I can predict yeah. the future of the movie coming yeah, out in two I mean, years. Not that I don't know if anybody really cared that it was coming out a couple of years ago, and now it just—the more they delay it, I think the less people give a shit about it. Well, I mean, and that's the thing is now it's delayed, and because it got delayed, now Mission Impossible has gotten delayed. They just pushed everything back. So man, the the cruise verse is suffering here. It is suffering. I wish there was I mean, a movie where oh, they should do an Avengers type movie for Tom Cruise where it's all of Tom Cruise's all of characters. characters that come together. Yeah, it's Maverick, it's Jack Reacher, it's uh, uh, um, Ethan Hunt, it's all, the Mummy. Right. Yeah, they I all think it'd be great. Together and, and but it's his own. It's an all Tom Cruise Avengers team. I would. I, I would watch that. I, I think that'd be a good movie. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, and then uh, the other thing in the news is uh, Rick and Morty live action here. Of uh, with you guys, just you know, just really uh, excited. I'm sure over an old, old, looking Christopher Lloyd. Maybe this is not a good thing, and this is yeah. not a full episode. I'm assuming, but it was pretty good. It seems like they've 
they've taped a bunch of this stuff. Like when they, because they've done a third one now, haven't they? I oh, have they done more than the one that you sent me? Yeah, they've yeah, come yeah, out with they, a couple of promos. They, yeah, so uh, we don't know if it's going to be a part of the next season or something like that. Right. Or, um, I just, it's cool that it's Christopher Lloyd, but he can't really stick the landing on some of the biting humor from yeah. uh, Rick Sanchez. So. It just looks to me like old Doc Brown. I mean, it doesn't look really... He doesn't really remind me of uh, Rick, but... I mean, he looks like Rick, but he was... He's looking, he's was looking rough. Him, so. Yeah, he was He was patented after Rick, so... No, Rick other way around, him. but yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be cool if they did like a... You know, they jumped into the universe right, for a right. minute, and just visited, and they did like yeah. a bit, and then and then took off again. Yeah. Uh, but all these people say it's going to be a movie or it's going to be a whole episode. I hope not. Oh, it's no, gonna... that looks bad. That would not yeah. be good for anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Christopher Lloyd wouldn't last the whole. He couldn't film a whole movie. Now, if they did a movie, a Rick and Morty movie, animated movie, and that was like a, a chunk of it, then then that, that's that'd be yeah, okay. That's great. And by chunk, you mean about. 10 minutes yeah five i think 10 minutes may really start to drag uh maybe like a, a tight four <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean they usually <laughs> i think they only usually will him out for uh, conventions and then they will him back in so uh, speaking so. of conventions we just passed uh dragon con who all went to dragon con this year i went by their sunday oh okay did you go in or just the you just parade? drove by yeah, to yeah, yeah, leer at the yeah, cosplayers yeah yeah it was uh, it was all right okay good yeah, uh, i you know we have discussed this on this show in recent weeks that i don't know if uh we you know, the conventions peaked about eight years ago you know right. in terms of uh Hot nerds. Yeah, hot nerds. Let's just say it. Alex isn't here to be offended. Let's just go ahead and say it. The only reason to go to conventions is look at the skimpy cladded hot nerds. I think the hot, hot nerds have now grown to be old and not so hot anymore. So. Yeah, they discovered they discovered carbs. So they discovered the, uh, carbs. They've discovered carbohydrates. Uh, yeah, the uh, the. The hot nerds, it's its turn. It's yep. uh, I, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what they're into now. Yeah, it ain't I mean, comics. Just, well, no, I just think that we, I think y'all said it before. You, nobody knew is getting into this genre anymore in, in, in any of the nerd stuff. And uh, the hot nerds just kind of grew up and yeah. got old. And, we, we had our moment. It'll come back around in another 10 years or so, 10, we'll 20 just, years. Then we'll just be the creepy. Then we'll be really creepy. creepy older older people. People. Yeah. Then Alex will really be embarrassed we'll be, of us. We'll be the Doctor Smith. You remember at the Dragon Con? It was like ninety eight, ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, but Doctor Smith was there. <laughs> they, I mean, he was all but immobile. Like he was just in a wheelchair sitting and, there. And Doctor Smith from Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Okay. Yeah. No, what he eating a sandwich or something? No, he wasn't even eating a sandwich. He was just like, like, just kind of like slumped over in this wheelchair. <laughs> And they had him turned where he was signing autographs, and really it was like he, he was he was holding his pen and like they were moving the picture oh underneath. God, that's horrible. <laughs> like it was like he was, and uh, but they had him they had him next to the play the Playboy bunnies uh, of like the sixties, and so like you had him next to, next to all these old Playboy bunnies. And at one point, we walked past, and they had just turned him around because I guess the booth was shut down. They just turned him, and nobody moved him away. But it was like lunchtime. Yeah. So Turn, no more pictures, around. people. And so he's just he's just sitting there, and he he's, he's immobile. He's just like staring straight ahead. 
and like this this Playboy bunny who was in her sixties is 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 bent over and got her ass all up in his face and he's not even moving. He's just he's sitting there well, like but well, it was in all fairness, it, I don't think that would have interested him either. They, well, but it's like they they might as well have just oh, the hung pain, like a the pain. <laughs> they might as well have just hung a hung a uh, uh, be back in ten minutes sign over. His, over just his drape neck. drape it over them, cover them up, and put back in ten minutes. Yeah, just cover them with a to the, like a, a bed sheet. <laughs> I, I actually, what year was that? Because when I saw him and I got it was like I think no, it was like ninety eight. He was a little bit more. You may have seen him another him. year. Because he was eating, and we were making fun of him because he was eating some sandwich <laughs> off to the side. That must have been a, in his prime I time never, there. Look, whatever the, this con was, I never saw the man move. <laughs> yeah, was, he was like, he was all balled up in the corner eating a sandwich, and we were laughing at him. You were there. Uh, laughing at him. That doesn't sound like me. Right? Yeah, that does not sound like Brian. <laughs> that doesn't whatsoever. sound like me. <laughs> yeah, right. I just remember, I have no idea what year it was, but I remember uh, uh, Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca, uh, sitting outside by himself with his uh, uh, airbrushed Chewbacca face on his uh, his uh, Abe Lincoln hat mm. that he would always wear, uh, sitting outside smoking by himself, sitting on the stairs outside of the World Congress Center or whatever. And, yeah, and talk to him, Brad. Yeah, I think it was everybody's opportunity, but no one took it up. Huh? No one to come up on it. Yeah. What are you really going to say to him? I mean, yeah. honestly, that was my whole problem. Just make the sound. Yeah. What, what do you say to them? What do you say to these people? Hey, I liked you. And you really wore that costume well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I you, love the way you acted. You lurched around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? Well, yeah, what, what, true. What, what have you been in lately? <laughs> we know the answer Derp. to that. Well, speaking of being in things lately, I guess the latest rumor in the casting area is Chris Pine may be joining the MCU, and there was lots of speculation amongst the Podmen about who the hell he could be. Uh, and I, 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 I thought I thought it was up. Oh, you think you got an idea, Podman Ron? I told you on the group chat, my last one, no uh, one responded. Which one? I guess oh, you yeah, dumbfounded us all. Shit show. No, no, no. You know, no, it's not a shit show, especially with. Uh, all this time traveling shit. What's the one genre that Marvel hasn't gotten oh. into lately? Yep, the 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 western. The western. Yep. What's a Marvel hero who came traveled through time and came back to present day? No one knows because no one cares. Two gun games. <laughs> oh, okay. He that actually would be a good fit for him. I will admit that. I don't want to see it, but that's a good fit for him. <laughs> I wholeheartedly do not want to see that show or movie. Yeah. Uh, my, I took a different route because I think he's going to be somebody a little more prominent than that. If you get Chris Pine, I don't think he's just going to be some throw off character. Uh, I think Two Gun Kids, a throw off character? Come on, Brian. Let's not start this bullshit again, okay? <laughs> you, oh my God. Come on, Brian. Too good. Uh, but I thought, I thought I had two. I, I said either Guardian from uh, Alpha Flight. Yeah. Which would be pretty kick-ass. Is he? Is like Chris Pine? Is is he Canadian by any chance? No, I don't not. think he is. Okay, no, no. no his just... dad was like uh, in the industry. Mm. Uh, or uh, it would be cool if uh, they could do the um, uh, Jason Aaron Wolverine in the X Men series, which came about, came out about six eight years ago, but it was very like uh, um, Harry Potter esque. Yeah. Where you had like the older classmen oh. became teachers, and then they, they had a whole new crop of, crop of X Men. Uh, he, he could be Cyclops. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I still liked your uh, your guess of uh, the Beyonder for Secret Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, well, I thought that Beyonder, was a great guess. The Beyonder is good too, because uh, then, then he's the he's the villain. You can make right. him a different type of villain, and uh, yeah, he could really, as we saw in Wonder Woman eighty four, he could pull off like uh, some padded sleep shoulder pads and uh, <laughs> a mullet. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> a mullet and all. Yeah, he could definitely pull it off as the Beyonder. All right, so, I, I would be up for that, I guess. Something Which would be cool do. if they did Secret Wars, you know, and and they made him, you know, they brought in the Beyonder. Yeah, yeah like, two yeah. gun kid would two gun kid would be much better. <laughs> it would be something, that's for sure. Uh, in the trailers, we um, trailers Brian you sent over the Wheel of Time. Now, is this that crazy multi book? Uh, Thing that you keep harping on? Well, I don't keep harping on it. Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg. Yeah, this is Whoopi Goldberg and Gandalf or something like that. What is yep. this? That's it. That's it. But uh, yeah, the Wheel of Time. It's like a fourteen bucks, fourteen book series wow. that uh, uh, was written by uh, um, I mean, what's his name? Uh, I'll come back to it. But uh, but yeah, it went. It's gone on for like. 20 plus years 30 years something like that but uh it's it's beloved like it's it's like in that that you know the hobbit yeah. lord of the rings yeah. wheel of time um but uh uh robert jordan but uh yeah so it's it's weird amazon prime like booked this and then they started production on this and then they got the rights to um lord, lord of the rings yeah and so it's like you know, uh, I feel Earth. like I got a feeling one of these two isn't gonna isn't gonna stick. But uh, we did get the first trailer, and uh, uh, it looks good. Jacob loves the books. I think he's on like the seventh or eighth, seventh or eighth book. We got to so. get him on to talk about it. Yeah, was we closer to the premiere? Which the premiere I think is November, so it's not too far off. Okay. All right, all right. Let's see uh, another. Uh, as we were, I actually, Podman Ron pointed out, we'll get things moving because I actually had can contribute to this uh, podcast this time, talking about Shang-Chi. Uh, and other trailers that I don't think we talked about, James Bond, No Time to Die. Uh, what other, there was Eternals. What other trailers were on top of Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Uh... Yeah, obviously some Eternals, uh, No Time to Die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got those. Uh, I don't know. Wow. Like, All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, they've got. There's that cartoon one, the uh, that weird uh, Sing Two. Yeah, Sing Two, which was bizarre. It was like, but it's uh, like what? It's like, hey, you know, you like the Muppets, but we're not going to make a Muppets movie. We're going to try to make a Muppets movie without any of the Muppets. And it well, took a bizarre like, turn at the end of the trailer. Well, it, it takes this adult theme to it, and it's like... Yeah, like the guy stopped the... writing songs because his wife died. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Totally deep. Mean, what fucking kid wants to go see that shit? I mean, <laughs> well, the twist is, his wife was a gazelle. Well, <laughs> and he's a lion. <laughs> and he's a lion. Ah, he was I integral see. in her death. Yeah, so that that makes sense. Then. That <laughs> makes sense finally. Uh, but on No Time to Die, any I've not I've not seen. I don't think I've seen any of the modern day uh, James Bond, any of the Daniel Craig James Bond. So I'll wait for this one to come out and finish his run, and maybe I'll watch them all together. But uh, do you guys feel anything for this movie? <sighs> No, I really don't. I mean, the last good James Bond movie was Skyfall, and that was 
that's a stretch. So, well, I mean, and Skyfall kind of ruined. Uh, it, Skyfall was good, but Skyfall also kind of like squandered the opportunity to really interject some more life into the into uh, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because it, I was I was telling my father-in-law was in town and we got talking about 007 because uh, he this asked on, the same thing. Did you see the trailer? Is this on your father-in-law's 007 podcast? It's on his podcast. Okay. Check it out. <laughs> but, uh, but I told him, I was like, you know, uh, the issue with Skyfall is there was this fan theory that's better than what they've actually put on there, uh, you know, put out in the movies. They should have just used it, but that Bond was a code name, right? Right. That's why he said, and, 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 and he was, completely open about his name because that's what they needed he was an agent of chaos right he wasn't he wasn't a real secret agent they sent him out there to stir up as much shit as possible because when he stirred up shit that's what all the cracks all the cracks showed and and so the other you know double o agents that's when they really made progress you know taking down these organizations is because bond went and stirred up a shit storm and then now, oh, wait, now now stuff's happening and we're able to track things and, and, like, we're getting movement on this organization and we're actually infiltrating and finding out what they're doing. Right. But it, it made perfect sense. Like, so that's what he says. It, he, he, not only is that is his code name completely out in the open, he says it twice every time he introduces himself. Yeah, you? exactly. Make sure just they understand. Sure, <laughs> yeah, make sure you remember. I'm going to say it twice just so you don't forget my name is James Bond. <laughs> When you go to your when you go to your boss and tell him who started all this shit, <laughs> so so like then you've got the idea that okay, well James Bond was really Sean Connery, or hell, make James Bond was really uh, you know Daniel Craig, whoever, right? And and the next person picks up the baton is now going to use the code name Bond because now he's a myth and and like he's the only spy that anybody ever knows. Uh, but yeah, it's it's like perfect. that would make sense, it's, yeah. It's like a perfect well, explanation for all of it. You know, I watched this trailer, and there's just no, I mean, it's so boring. It's just, it is so boring, and it's just the same old, there's nothing interested in it. And, well, and, and it just to, makes me think back that my idea would be to just put James Bond back in the 60s, and where all the gadgets are back, and, you know, you, you can't rely on a Apple iPhone to do everything <laughs> like you can now. I mean, Technology is caught up to James Bond stuff, but what was cool about James Bond back then is all the little spy gadgets they used to do. You could go back and do that kind of stuff and set it all back in the 60s. It would be a much more entertaining movie than what, what they are now. Well, and here's the thing, too. If if you did what I was saying a minute ago, now you can kill Bond. Yeah, yeah. Not just only, have somebody not only else does all, Yeah, not only Doctor does Who. all that stuff make more sense, you can actually kill him and replace him. And and that honestly, that would make this movie. You you if if they had established that in um, Skyfall, right? And now we're heading into this movie, or even the last movie, you're like, well, shit, this may be the one where James dies, or this may be the one where James dies, right? You know. So you if you establish those ground rules, that makes this a much more interesting movie, and the universe a lot more interesting. It still does it doesn't fix the problem to PMR's point where it's like, well, shit, like you don't really have to leave your basement to like you know take be over the world agent. anymore yeah. you know <laughs> you know be, be a secret agent so it's like it doesn't fix that but at least it, it would make this movie more interesting and, and like the whole concept of james bond a lot more interesting so well mm. hopefully this will be it agree, we'll have agree. a new bond we'll have a new bond soon uh what else is going on 
What else do we have? I guess that was about it. Well, we'll we'll try to keep things moving. Oh, oh. we got a we got a death. We we've got several we two deaths. And we all know that theme song, don't we, kids? We all know it's time. Gather around the TV. Gather around. It's time for Lou Grant. Lou Grant's on. Lou Grant's on. Oh, my gosh. That crotchety old man from Mary Tyler Moore Show. He was so funny. Yeah. He's he's not funny in this one. He's only 35. And he's in a drama now. He's not funny. I know. It wasn't so funny. But we did watch it when I was a kid. We watched Lou Grant Uh, every Monday night. Monday night, 10 o'clock. It's the same thing for Mash and uh, um, what's his face uh, when it spun Ma- off. Oh, shit, I was After about to say Mag- Magnum. No, the guy. No, the guy. Um, oh my god! Shit. Not B.J. Honeycutt, but the guy before him, Trapper Hello, John. Larry? Trapper John. Hello, uh, Trapper John. Yeah, yeah. Trapper John. Hello, Larry. Yeah, that's true. Yep. It was the same thing with no Hello Larry didn't get a serious spinoff, but that would have been good. I would have tuned in that. His... The Brady's try to. Oh my God! Don't bring that up to Podman Ron again. <laughs> Brady, Brady. Uh, so yeah, so Ed Asner, who after you start researching him a little bit, as I did, I mean he was he was everywhere. Yeah. If you'd ever get here on time, maybe you'd know what was going on, Parker. The first one to get a photo of the lizard for my nightly news gets a $1,000 bonus. Wow, look at that. He was J. Jonah Jameson handing out bonuses to young Peter Parker. I mean, he was in pretty much every cartoon in the last 30 years. What Spider-Man cartoon? It was a Spider-Man Spider-Man for the 90s. There was that Spider-Man from the 90s. Yeah, he was in everything from the past, like, 30 years. He's been in every cartoon, I think. And recently he was in Cobra Kai. Uh, there you go. That's true. Johnny Lawrence's uh, stepfather in Cobra. <laughs> wow. I mean, that man, he, he, you know, he deserved whatever he got. He deserved what he got coming for him. <laughs> no, he, he worked hard. Hardest working man in show business. Passed away. So we will miss him greatly. Uh, and just sad that Willard Scott couldn't wish him a happy birthday. Because uh, Willard oh, Scott's yeah. dead, too. <laughs> Zing. Willard Scott for all you youngsters he's a weatherman on NBC <laughs> he used to dress up in funny costumes <laughs> he used to dress up in uh, funny costumes and, yeah. uh, and, and kiss and old ladies 100 year olds uh, happy birthday he go look at that good looking yeah look at that good looking woman just as beautiful as she was when she was 102 yeah she <laughs> was <laughs> Basically, he was doing the, uh, uh, he invented the Al Roker shtick. Oh, com- Al- without a doubt, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Al Roker basically just slipped, he didn't have to do anything differently. No. They're just like, well, just just be Willard Scott. Just act like Willard Scott. <laughs> well, do they still wish him a happy birthday, these old people? I don't think they do. I don't think, yeah. I don't think they just Smucker's uh, sponsors that segment anymore. What? <laughs> okay. And then lastly, <laughs> we have dated ourselves. God, this is why we have to have uh, Alex on the podcast every once in a while. Smuckers. <laughs> Can we get them as a sponsor of the Podman? You know what? Maybe. Maybe they're they're looking for an, for it. Are they looking for an edgier, uh, edgier <laughs> younger, edgier people? Yeah. Um. And then, uh, and then Michael K. Williams, who Brian knows as Omar, no from, <laughs> Omar from The Wire, uh, died at a very young age. 
Yeah, fifty-three. Can I? T- I feel like I'm responsible for his death. Oh, what'd you do? Can I explain, can I explain why? <laughs> yes. So you suggested I, go I watch the wire. Into an apartment. <laughs> I, just, I decided. I decided uh, it's all about me. Um, no, I started watching this show the other day because uh, I was bored uh-huh. uh, and I was working a uh, part time and. Well, needed something to watch. Well, <laughs> While you were supposed to be working, yeah, yeah we understand. I was, was supposed to be working. It's not your full and, time. Uh, it. I, uh, F, F for family. So, which is this cartoon? That yeah, Netflix. Netflix. So I started watching it because I kept hearing, you know, oh, you need to watch this good show. And I watched it, and it's it's an okay show. It's no King of the Hill, which is what it's trying to be, but it's an okay show. It's um, it's a little bit. Dep- more depressing than it is funny but uh anyway on the show there is a guy that uh is on there and it was voiced by michael k williams oh and, well there you uh, go we got there i wasn't sure we were gonna get <laughs> i'm there, not sure i mean you could have really said that stretch. yeah and then the next we got day, there the next day the next day you're like michael k. Williams this guy is talented i gotta find out what else he's in <laughs> yeah, he's in the newspaper he's in the headline that's what he's in uh, most people, Brian, probably know him as Omar from The Wire, which you've tried to get people to watch before, pod people to watch, yeah. and I, I can't commit to it. But Podman Ryan, that seems like so something good. you would watch. PMR, that seems like you would watch The Wire, no? Yeah, it seems like I would, but I probably won't. Uh, well, uh, Omar Little on The Wire. That's where Idris Elba, everybody that's been in stuff yeah. uh, in the past 20 years came from The Wire. Like, if you watch it, it's a who's who of all these character actors. But, uh, yeah, uh, Omar, I'm Omar Little. I'm Bosch, so, you know. Uh, well, okay, well, you finish up Bosch and Lincoln Lawyer and be done with Omar, that. Yeah, Omar Little uh, was uh, is everybody's favorite character from The Wire. But he's been in, like, everything. Yeah. Like, he was in Community. He was the the uh, teacher in one of the seasons of Community. Yeah, like, yeah. the, uh, um, was the math teacher or something like that. Uh, Boardwalk Empire he was in uh, a big chunk of that show he was in Lovecraft County which our country which I hated that show but not because of him I just hated that show uh, but yeah he's been in uh, you know hundreds of, uh, of films and TV shows he and Ed Asner both but uh, I guess they're saying it was a, a drug overdose that's the he said there uh, he's 53 but there was a apparently a bunch of drug paraphernalia hanging out of his arm so, that could have been it well he was a voice on aqua team bunker force wow so he really was the ed asner of his generation he did a lot of voiceover work it sounds like he was and he had he had a tremendous like scar down yeah. his face and uh um what like, was that's that what he's kind of known for uh he got into a bar fight and everybody said everybody thought it was like you know he was like a gang member that sort of thing he got into a bar fight but he was like a dancer i think he went to like juilliard um so but yeah that's that's part of what uh got him the cred for omar was that nasty gotcha. scar across his face but i will say this there was a lot of tributes to him so he must have been people I, must have liked it's him kinda, it's kind of weird that i'd never really seen him in anything because there's many people that you know pay tribute to him uh, so. we we love to honor our dead we're a society I'm telling you. to miss people if, uh if they, but let this be the thing that gets you to watch Greg the wire. Many honors. I, I, I'm just curious what, like the the wire. I'll get on my soapbox real quick. 
it's 12 issue 12 episode <laughs> seasons right each season is like an anthology and it, it's the same characters over the whole thing but it focuses on a, a different part of the city right so you could watch 12 episodes and let it breathe and just okay. let it rest and then come back and watch another 12 episodes and let it breathe and let it rest you don't have to watch them all back to back however once you start it's hard to stop that show is fantastic i would like to watch it i don't have the attention span nowadays unfortunately but maybe maybe who knows one day who all right knows? well enough of that nonsense we're gonna miss those three guys ed willard and michael uh, uh if nothing else only because they never got to see shang chi All right, finally, we've got a new Marvel movie. Everybody's been waiting for Shang-Chi. I guess I, I keep saying Shang-Chi. It's my southern it's accent. Shang-Chi uh, finally came out. And uh, you know what? You know who else came out? I came out. I came out of hiding, and I went to go see a movie. <laughs> so that's pretty... I'm out, and I'm proud, baby. But you know what? I'm going to go I'm back proud. in, and I'm never coming out again after this movie. <laughs> I'm never paying full yeah, price for another fucking on, movie. Man. Oh my god! You picked the wrong movie. <laughs> I picked the wrong movie to be like. I'm out. All right. You're so just, you're just hoity-toity with your movies, man. Watch this uh, hoity-toity. Yeah, wait till I get to my other thing. But uh, yeah, it, uh, again, I had a few issues, but it wasn't. Only two things I really didn't like. Okay, the star. <laughs> That and the cool. story and the plot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really liked the plot. I thought the plot was good. I, I like. I, okay, let me, let's go ahead and okay. jump into. Yeah, it. let's get I, into I it. Like the, let's get into it. I like the movie. I like. And me and Brad talked about this. No one in this movie really had a personality except Aquafina, and I think that's why. Well, and I've got a theory. Oh. And that's why everybody liked Aquafina, but the only problem with Aquafina is they gave her the stupidest lines. I mean, she's funny though, you know, because she makes those goofy faces and she says the goofy things. But the jokes that she they gave her to say were just they just fell flat to me at least. Um, Chong Chi himself to me just didn't have much of a personality. I, I just. He was just kind of dry. His sister, he even had a, even less of a personality. Well, can I stop there? Can I stop you there? All because right. as I'm because I'm watching the movie, uh, like I'm, I'm to 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 your point, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, the, his he had little to no personality. She was like a black hole of personality. His sister, <laughs> and it's like I feel like they're like, well, she, but yeah, but she knows karate, so we can't really get rid of her, but. We we got to punch up this movie, and I th- I wonder how late in the script uh, did they, or in the production did they add Aquafina, and I think when they added Aquafina, they're like, look, uh, have you seen the movie Rush Hour? <laughs> Just do that. Just act like Just do a bunch of wide eyed and screaming a lot. That's all you gotta do. Make your eyes real wide and go screaming, and then you're. You know who Chris Tucker do your is? Best Chris Tucker pre- uh, uh, impression, and we're good. Well, and- and I didn't like. I, I'm sorry. And I did like the villain. I think the best person in this movie, besides Aquafina, was the villain. Uh, the villain. He that actor was fantastic. Uh, he was from really, uh, the really, Grand really Master. Good. He was. You're he welcome. was great. He was. He was fantastic. 
Everybody else, dry, dry. Wow. I mean, oh my God. Well, he just... also had the most interesting, like, backstory and character it was a great development. Backstory. It was a, that's why I like the plot. I like the plot. I like this backstory. I like. I liked was... his backstory. Well, yeah. Okay. But. But. What... I didn't care for Shane Cheese or anybody else's. I guess well, my point. Shane Cheese was his backstory. Not really. Uh, but the. And, and of course. In, in Marvel style, they killed him. Like, so, <laughs> like, the most well, interesting really had to because, because at this point, if he would have stayed alive, he probably would have been a good guy. Uh, maybe. Well, he could, he could be, he could still be uh, behind the Ten Rings and have, like, a different motivation behind the Ten Rings instead right. of making that, you know, void of a human being, his daughter, the head of the Ten Rings. <laughs> like, uh, but... Yeah, he was the most interesting character, and and they killed him. But see, that's the thing. That's one of the things DC doesn't really do. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Well, I mean, in Shazam, did they kill um, uh, Savannah? No. Did they kill Cheetah? No. Did they kill um, uh, Ares? No. He's a god. Did they kill uh, um, Joker? No. They've never killed Joker. Did they kill? Uh, uh, was in uh Jack Nicholson. They killed Zod. They killed Jack Nicholson's Joker. They killed Zod. Yeah, but but by and large, they'll keep the character where they Lex can Luther. bring it back. Yeah. yeah. Right? They can Lex Luthor it and bring it back in a different way. Well, there, here's there the was there wasn't a need to kill him. Right. There was, it didn't it didn't necessarily advance the plot. Uh, and he had the most yeah. interesting story. I would rather him be like the Magneto to Shang-Chi. That would be good. You know, and 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 have the opportunity to come back later on, even if it's even if it's he's only gray, not black and white. You know, well, uh, well I was just gonna say, I I don't mind him killing the villains. I, I don't. I feel like his story had ended because they wanted to pass the baton to his daughter, which when they did, even though you're right about her personality, yeah, it, it was like a black hole and there was nothing to it, but. I like the fact that she never, I guess a part of that is you never saw that re any type of, re and it kind of surprised me at the end that she took over, but it made sense because she never, you never saw her become good at all. I mean, she was just kind of there yeah. and you never really saw at all her dad and her makeup. I mean, there was no tender moment between the two where he would say, you know, I'm sorry I mistreated right. you. There was no scene like that, which was perfect. It, it, it added to the way it ended with her and, you know, the way she did. I, and I think if you would have kept him as a villain for the next movie, it would be kind of boring at that point. It's like, okay, now we get to see her as the villain. No, 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 no that doesn't mean, when I say don't kill him, I don't mean make him the, the major the villain. Next next movie. Yeah, just kind of keep him yeah, around. You, it, it's him cool to have him in the background and, and and pull him out if you need to, if the story dictates it. Or, or that, God forbid, build your you know build your Marvel villain team up. Just like you, right. you're building up heroes, build up your villain roster as well, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the well, thing. And, is, uh, like, and Marvel has done that with with, with the Spider Man stuff, and you know, they, yeah, and Iron Vulture. They kind of done that with all that. I mean, but, there's only a few that they've killed. They've killed just about all of them. I mean, uh, uh. Stain, right? Okay. Uh, they killed um, Red Skull. Red Skull. They've killed. No, he's, they, alive. 
<laughs> on no, Vormir. He's not he's alive. Here, he's, but he's alive. He's, he's not alive. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's trapped. He's in prison there as a ghost. But he's alive. He came back, did he? He came he back. Alive. Okay, he can't fair come enough. Back to Earth. Uh, 50 50 on it that one. It doesn't matter, but he came back. Y'all, y'all <laughs> but he's probably yeah. never going to join up with Doctor Doom. That's what I'm saying. They, we, he may. He, he may. Know. You're right. You're right. We don't know. He, he might have been released when all the Infinity things were released. Okay. I mean, we don't know. All right. So. Podman Ron's been very optimistic about Red Skull. It's like he knows something here. You're nervous to drama us. Who else did they kill off, though? Well, I'm, let me let me go through the list. Let's pull up every fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, it's I'm like, stop you it's, though, it's, when you this, say it's, like a Red Skull. Well, it's my favorite <laughs> that like he hasn't put any thought into this. What's with? <laughs> but, but but I'm I get cross examined because <laughs> you you got to stand up for what you believe in, Honestly, Brian. All I cross examine. Ego's, no, Ego's dead. Ego's dead. Okay, ego. Right. Uh, uh, two. I thought you'd be going in chronological order here. I'm jumping around. Okay, no, so I'm, 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 so I'm say the movie like, and who gets killed. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through the Marvel MCU okay. movies. Right. So I, I should be able to just go through the movies and quickly. All right. If I can get a list to pull up. Oh, come on. Talk amongst yourself. All right. Uh, who was the villain in Captain Marvel? They're still alive, right? Yeah, he's alive. The uh, We got 25 movies, and I've counted... The Dark Elf? And uh, the Dark Elf he's and, dead. and uh, Thor? Yeah, he's dead. Uh, let's Hela see. from Thor? Hela's dead. Um, That takes care of the Thor movies, right? Uh, Stain is dead. Let's see. Red Skull is dead. Did they kill Kill Killian? I will not call. Yeah. Him. Not okay. We'll give him a. Dead. What about Killian from uh, Iron? Killian's Man? dead. Um. Okay. So now go through Scarlet Witch. Uh. uh hold on. Hold on. Yep. Uh. Um. Ronan's dead. Ah. There you go. Thanos is dead. Uh. Uh. I think um, you may be losing this one, Podman. Right? Uh. Uh. Yellow Jacket's dead. Oh, there you go. Um, 8 out of 25. We're not even hit the 50% mark yet. Killmonger's dead. He's coming back, but we'll say we'll say 9 out of 25. He's dead right now. Uh, <laughs> let's see. All of the uh, the black... Uh, all of Thanos' henchmen. They made such a big deal of them. They're all dead. Uh, They're henchmen. We don't count henchmen. We're henchmen. counting big people. Uh, uh, so... So what? Uh, who, there's oh uh, no, Baron Zemo's alive, right? Zemo's alive. Okay, we've kept Ultron. Ultron's dead. As far as we know, ten out Um, so I would say they killed, but but they also had kind of multiple villains throughout, or the same villain throughout. Like Thanos took. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would give them half and half. I mean, okay. we. We're not killing everybody, and I, I see your point, Brian, and I see all, both of y'all's point that yeah, it would be better to to keep some of them alive to make these you know sinister sixes and all this. I get that, but Marvel has done that. They have taken the steps to, you know, we're about to have a sinister six, and you know the whole uh, Far From Home with uh, Iron Man. I mean, with Spider Man, oh, Mysterio, was a bunch of Iron Man, Killed Mysterio's Mysterio, dead. Like, you know, I mean. So all right, well, well let's 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 get back to Shang Chi. Okay, so about okay, maybe about halfway into the movie, I leaned over to Podman Ron as well as the 
gentleman who was sitting really close to Podmenron for no reason whatsoever in an empty Jesus theater. Christ. Don't even get me started on that. Okay, sorry. Uh, and said, you know what? I realize what the problem is here. It's, I'm watching a Disney movie. I'm not watching a Marvel movie. I think Marvel, and maybe this happened with Captain Marvel, and I didn't see um, uh, Black Widow, but it's like, okay, there's a little bit too much of a Disney thumbprint here on these movies mm-hmm. now. And, uh, you know, it played out what I imagine, like Jungle Cruise or AKA Pirates of the Caribbean, where they just kind of hop from scene to scene and have an adventure yeah. to adventure. And lo and behold, the bad guy has a heart of gold by the end, but then dies through his own, uh, through his machinations. own machinations, just like uh, the bad guy in uh, every other Disney movie, uh, animated movie, where they fall off a cliff or, you know, whatever type stuff. You know, no one ever causes the bad, no one ever kills the bad guy. The bad guy dies because uh, they were standing in a fire <laughs> and refused yeah. to get out or whatever type stuff. Green Goblin, did Green Goblin die? That that doesn't count. That doesn't count, though. Um, So I think that that was my probably my biggest beef with this is like ah this does this is it feels like more like a Disney movie than a Marvel movie and there's to me absolutely no inspiration whatsoever. It felt extremely uninspired and maybe that was because the lack of emotions from the actors. Yeah, or or Brad, I kind of had a similar. But I was uh, my thought was this is like paint by numbers. Yeah, completely. It's like you know, it's like okay, it's karate. What other karate do, do we do? Movie do we know? Rush Hour. Oh, so let's 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 steal some of Rush Hour. You know, <laughs> let's uh, well, you know what other what other properties? And so they just like uh, just hobble together the script. And honestly, the end of the movie, it felt like uh, they made all the mistakes that the DC movies make. Yeah, it's like they, they they got in, they was, got into the. That was what I was going to say. My second thing is about this movie was how dark it got. Ended. Dark awfully quick. Yeah, it got black with the the fight scene, and you couldn't tell what the hell was going on. And and I, it, they, you're exactly right. It's it and and it couldn't from DC. To, to Brad's point, you know, it was DC fight, uh, Disney fight. Uh, so you've got this giant tentacle monster. Does it ever rip anybody's arm off? No. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't that threatening. Them it gently cradles them and 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 Lulls sucks their soul sleep. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sucks, and then and then gently places them on the ground. You know, no blood, no broken bones, no right. no ripped. It didn't eat anybody. Or, or to 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 quote uh, Brian here, uh, there's. It didn't feel like there were any stakes whatsoever. I mean, they kind of told you that oh, he's going to unleash evil into the world, but it's like okay, well, that's what always happens. Tell, give us a real threat or show us that this thing is threatening by attacking a city or whatever as opposed to the hidden village of Tan Lo or whatever. And even and like did they run out of money? Because that hidden village of of <laughs> like it was like three buildings. <laughs> they no, live very like, meager. Do they all like sleep in bunk beds? Yeah. Like well where do they all live? Com- commune hippies. But uh, but yeah, they uh, and, and yeah, they they went really far out of their way to say, hey, Ch- Shanty's she's dad, he's not just evil for the sake of being evil. Right. But whatever's behind that wall has has no is just evil for the sake of being evil. Right, right. We don't have time to explain anymore. 
Well, you said it uh, earlier, Brian, with uh, the Grandmaster, that I had high hopes for this movie because of two people in it. Again, uh, the, the uh, whatever his name was, Win Wu, the Mandarin, Tony Leong, and then mm-hmm. uh, one of my all-time favorites, Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Yao, whatever. She made a small appearance as the aunt, uh, but they they. Uh, individually they were in two of my favorite kung fu movies crouching tiger hidden dragon but it was really surpassed that was big for me in the 90s or whenever it came out crouching tiger uh but it was surpassed by a movie called hero that has jet lee and tony leong and mm-hmm. zong zi yi uh directed by uh zong yi mao if i'm remembering correctly and that movie i encourage you and all our listeners to watch it's on hbo max now it's called hero uh and it has the best um, you know when the, when uh, Win Wu and his soon to be wife were fighting in the hidden forest and all that kind of stuff. You know it's very um, uh, ballet like and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? They completely ripped this off from the movie Hero, which probably ripped it off from another movie, mind you. Uh, but Hero did it so much better, so that added to my disappointment in this movie. I'm like, I don't really know. Who, I don't remember who the director of this was, but if you put this in a more capable the hands of a more capable director of directing these very cinematic these very stylistic fights i think i would have liked it better rather than uh we've got the bamboo scaffolding fight and 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 that was at night as well and to where i'm like okay i don't really care about this anymore i'll get off my soapbox but go watch hero it's a great movie i mean i see y'all's points in this and and but I mean, at the end of the day, I, I did enjoy it. I, I liked it. I liked the story. I liked the. I just wish they had better personalities. I, I liked the fight scenes. The fight choreograph was cool. I liked his powers. Yeah. All that was really cool. But you know, the personalities just wasn't there. And, and like you said, Brian, I think you're right in the fact that they said, "Oh God, get somebody in here to, to punch this up." Punch it up. And the other thing well, that me, uh, I, I was just going to Brent, when, yeah. before you move on, let me uh, go back to your point. Uh, so uh, the director is uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who is uh, uh, Asian. Uh, like there's right. some, you know, pan Asian, you know, uh, um, blood flowing through him. Uh, blood flowing, but his his uh, uh, directorial directorial stuff has all been like just well, just mercy with. Uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, right? Uh, Short term, Glass Castle, The Shack. I mean, it's all like either uh, like indie dramas. It's like indie dramas. So it's like you're making a kung fu movie. Yeah, they should have gone. Bring in, yeah, like one of those like visionary type directors. Even if you're like, look, we're going to do co-directors. It's like, yeah. okay, we're going to have like the action the sequences, scenes. and we're going to have the stylized stuff, and then we're going to have the other director kind of hit the plot points to get us there. So that it, and, and yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. And and the other thing that I was, when you were talking about personalities, Podman Ron, that I think, and so you guys correct me, help you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it felt like one of the missed opportunities was is that you know they kept saying that hey, Sean, you have you're half your mother, you're half your father. You, you've got to, you know, rebel against wanting to, you know, go in and kill people, be an assassin and all that. I never got that there was much of a str- internal struggle with this guy. No. I mean, he always, mm-hmm. I, I told my wife, I'm like, 
I hate saying this about somebody, but he was milk toast. He was as plain yeah, as you could get. It, he needed more of his father, not his mother. Right. Yeah. He was he was all mother, not father. So it it should have been like he if, if to make that point, he's got to have like anger issues. Right. There was no have, struggle. It didn't. He's got to have this like internal rage that he has to tame. There, like he was yeah like he, he was milk toast. So it's like what what did that point again? It's like hey, this is something that was in another movie. Let's cram it in here. It's like well, yeah. you know, when they when they going to go for that first mission for his father when he was young, you know, you would think that he'd be, you know, this angry guy. Right, right. But there was none of that. He showed no, like, struggle to be, you know, to (laughs) to put down the dark side of himself at all. It was just all... Yeah, and then, you know, all of a sudden, I guess, you know, I kind of thought about it afterwards. I guess... When Wu, his father, you know, started, he, he went to get the uh, the eye pendants, right? He had to put those into the mm-hmm. eyes of the thing mm-hmm. so they could do the, the water uh, maze thingy. Uh, but, you know, when he, he got the kids back together and he was like, oh, Shang-Chi, I'm so disappointed you've decided not to do anything with your life. It's like, but, but you've been following him all this time, obviously, because... Yeah. You know, Shang Chi gets on a, a bus, and half of the, the Ten Rings are on the bus. So it's like you, <laughs> it wasn't just coincidence. Yeah. It's like his father well, was telling him for the past well, ten years, and he's like, eh, "I'm disappointed in you." Well, and then there's also the two eyes. It's like, was that his ancestral home or something? Because I don't think it was. It wasn't like his. <laughs> it made no sense. So like, so where did that sculpture come from? And the and the water and all this. And, all and this why, shit? how did he know they were? From? It was going to produce the water maze. I mean, it's just, it made no sense. And we haven't even got to Ben Kingsley yet. Look at this. We haven't even gotten to Ben Kingsley. the days where you could just have a map, you know? Right. These water special effects, like you said, how do you know this is what's going to happen? I mean, can we, wouldn't it be easier just to to put those two little jewels in a big door opened up and there was a map? I mean, that would have been much. Or or just say that, oh my God, I finally found the map to the hidden city or whatever, but. Yeah. Again, we're we're so shitting good. on I it, mean, but yeah. What? Uh, uh, I mean, good. Podman, Ron. I was gonna say, I know, I know, we're sh- we're shitting on it, but I mean, I don't, I don't mean. I, at the end of the day, like I said, I, I did enjoy it. I, I had fun during it. it. You know, it wasn't so. I didn't feel like the storyline was so convoluted that I could, like Black Widow was, and it's just so, just. I want something like in between. That. I don't want it to be James Bond convoluted, where it's so convoluted it makes no fucking sense. But I don't want it to be let's jump from adventure to adventure, adventure, and not have something. You know. Well, that's the thing is, if if you have a film with a good hook, you know, a high concept script, which high concept script means it's a simple plot that that but but it has legs. It's got right. a simple plot, a simple narrative, but you can carry it can carry through the whole movie and make sense. If 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 you could have that simple plot, you don't need all this other shit crammed in. Right. You know, if you care about the character, and and you can see his struggle, and it, you don't have to have space aliens come in at the every, at the end of every fucking movie. <laughs> right. Right. You don't have to have demons <laughs> and like yeah. you can you can just tell a story that you care about that that is that is realistic and you care about the characters and it's a good story. Like it doesn't have to. Cthulhu does not have to come through that gate. At the end of the movie, so uh, uh, and I yeah. guess uh, what I was going to say was, uh, it doesn't even follow the hero's journey. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't even follow. Like, like you, the whole the hero's journey is you go on this adventure, 
And when you come back home, you realize you've outgrown it. You can never truly come home because your experience <laughs> has changed you, right? No, not for Shang-Chi. He goes not back for to Shang-Chi. karaoke. They just go right back to karaoke. Not giving a fuck. <laughs> His dad just died. Uh, like, he almost died. His sister's running, running a criminal criminal organization. Right. Like, nobody's following up on her. Like, uh, they've, they've killed hundreds of people right. in this village, are dead, and they're just... Uh, let's go Let's go hit let's, karaoke. Let's go hit karaoke with, with Wong. We haven't even gotten oh. to Wong yet. So, before we, before we get to Wong and uh, the Mandarin real quick... Uh, when it, I think when it when it did the showed the flashback flashback with Shang Chi as a young guy going to go kill somebody or whatever, right? It kind of, it again it occurred to me, and it's something that Podman Ron you said before even seeing the movie. He's like, oh, you know what? It could have made this better. That should be Shang Chi. It should be the young guy. And let's see this yeah. guy grow up. And oh my God, how great would a Spider Man Shang Chi teenagers? kind of Marvel team-up yeah. thing be. because he could head into New Warriors. And he could head into yeah. New Warriors, as opposed to this 20-slash-30-slash-40-something-year-old who <laughs> you don't know how old he is. Aquafina says she's known him for 10 years, uh, but he's never gotten... in high school. Yeah, he's never gotten into any kind of fight or altercation that would necessitate him showing off his kung fu skills until uh, he gets attacked on the bus. In in the past ten years or what? Again, it just it made no sense other than it tried to move the pictures along. It didn't help move the story along. Right. Well, and that's the thing is uh, basically this movie was it, it's a throwaway. It's they're like, look, we need a new Avenger. So wait, he's got a dragon scale tunic, and he's got the ten rings. Could he hang with the Avengers now? Yeah, yeah, he can hang with the Avengers now. This movie doesn't mean anything other than now he can show Maybe. up in the Avengers. I, I'm coming out of it, other than he can bounce around and shoot. It's like, I don't really know what the Ten Rings powers are. I mean, they certainly aren't my Ten Rings, right? Right, and then you get to the post credit scene, right. right? Yeah. Which I'm completely convinced the post credit scene, they they crammed in there because somebody said, hey, those should be Fing Fang Foom's rings. And they're like, oh. That's a great fucking idea. <laughs> right. And because now the rings are sending off a signal into deep space, which I'm assuming they're teasing Fing Fang Foom. Or Galactus or something. Well, I, but, got, I, can, I can already tell you who they're teasing. Tell us. I think the rings are connected to the Eternals, and they'll call in a Celestial. Oh, Okay. I Maybe think they have something to the the rings have something to do with the Eternals, and that's why we're going. That's the connection we're going to get with the. That would make sense. I would I would like that, so that yeah. there's some connective tissue there. Well, but. if that's the case, why? All right, well, you had the Guardian. You had the Guardian in the water thing. Why the fuck did you need that? Make, just make it Fing Fang Foom. Right. Why the fuck couldn't you just make it Fing Fang Foom? That would have made the movie infinitely better at the end. Yeah. Wow. I I'm, I hate this movie even more. I think after this podcast. <laughs> uh, let's before we give ratings though, I do want to touch on Wong and the Abomination. Who evidently Wong, who was his from what we've seen in previous movies, is kind of a serious guy. You know, he's no fun and mm-hmm. around. Not like the wacky Doctor Strange is. But in this movie, he seems to be. 
pulling some shtick and cahoots with the abomination to make a little money on the side? What do we? And he loves to sing. Yeah, yeah, he has a side hustle and he sings karaoke. Uh, Who is this character that we've just learned about? This Wong, the wild side of Wong. Out of character, right? From what we've seen. Uh, this is this is like the old comic book thing where you know you get a new writer in and and they just <laughs> right. completely change the character right, to fit right. their you know it's like ah, it doesn't matter what happened before yeah. like it doesn't matter what they established about this character before uh, he's a, he's a goofy uh, you know it's uh, he's drunken master yeah you know it's like, yeah, the, it's like that kind of thing yeah so by <laughs> man around you I, I'm always too crazy about the whole long thing. Huh? this whole underground fighting you know one thing i've got to wrap my head about and i think we all do and i really give a shit about this is uh i found it kind of weird about this underground fight club between superheroes and stuff but then i thought well we are looking at five years into the future and you know where we left off right of the blip or the snap or whatever the fuck we want to call it um so in that time i guess these underground clubs could have started and all this stuff could have happened. Um, but I don't know. I, th- I thought that was kind of kind of dumb with Wong. Because you, you think of Wong as like the sophisticated master of mar- exactly. arts and uh, mystic arts, I'm sorry, mystic arts. And, uh, and he, he's just like a punchline. I mean, you know, it's like, eh. Well, what about uh, Abomination, who is apparently like just Solomon Grundy? He's just a you know, just a big a goof. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Okay. And then, and then, uh, Ben Kingsley's, uh, <laughs> performance. Uh, so again, no. you had, you had several comic reliefs no. in this movie, right? No, you say this. I agree with you on the, on the, his performance. I thought it was kind of, again, like while Aquafina, I think the lines that he was given and the jokes just, I think the jokes fell flat totally in this movie, but, I did I like the like Planet the of the way, Apes joke. I do like what was that joke? <laughs> when he was like, when he, what him, when he wanted him. to become an actor. Yeah, he what inspired him to become an actor is he went to go see the Planet of the Apes, and uh, he's like, you know, Mother, how do you think they got those those monkeys to ride the the, uh, the horses? <laughs> the horses, and she goes, Oh, you know, dear, they're they're, they're actors. actors yeah. And he goes, Oh, they were. Acting like they were riding the horses. Yeah, so, Not it was actors in a monkey suit. Right. He thought they, the, the if, fact, if a monkey can do that, actors. yeah, if a monkey can do that great of an acting the, job, then I can do it, right? <laughs> then I can do it. Yeah, I, totally I, really, I did enjoy that. I did enjoy that joke. But you, you continue, Podman Ron. What about uh, yeah. the Mandarin? No, I like. I do like how they wrap that up, or they connected it to Iron Man and retconned it all. I like. I like that. I thought it was uh, kind of a, a good way to do it, and um, to make the whole Ben Kingsley's uh, Mandarin still in the movie. It's kind right. of a connection to the other thing. Yeah, he didn't have to act so stupid, but I guess that's <laughs> what we. Right. What about what the uh, the fur turkey with okay. no face? Again, just yeah, that, very that didn't land with me either. Yeah, that didn't land with me. I, I, I get want a cute little creature, a, another. Uh, Groot, maybe Groot or something, or a rocket raccoon, but but that's the Disney effect. That's that yep. Disney like. Yeah, this did not work at all to well, me. For me, what, it could have worked for somebody else, but 
Yeah. What's going to be our breakout people. plush animal? What's going to be our baby Groot? Yeah. Our, our baby uh, uh, baby Yoda in this? Yeah. Oh. And I, my my guess is is that the what did you call it the fly, the furry flying turkey or whatever the furry turkey. My well, guess it had, no fa- it had an ass for a face. Right. It looked like a turkey butt. I, my yeah. guess is that's not a Chinese character. Unlike the you know the dragon and the foo dogs and the. Cat of Nine Tails or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, Cat of Nine Tails, yeah. So all of those things are part of uh, Chinese mythology. Japanese folklore, yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. And but So it's like, make a, make a cute little food dog guardian or something. That would be... Yeah. But to come up with this kind of completely goofball type thing, it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so so I'm sorry. So now there's... I would say Wong is, the, is a comedic relief. Aquafina's big time comedic relief. Uh, the Mandarin, and now the, the turkey, flying turkey butt. And so it's sort and, and of it, like, ah. If you don't have that much comic relief, what does that say about your main characters? Right. Or your, that, your main actor? That there's nothing to do, That's which is yeah, exactly like, what we said. Yeah, your your main character is completely, you know, uh, if you've got to punch up the script with all these other zany characters, what is it? your lead actor must suck, or you have zero <laughs> faith in him. So, All right. Well, uh, Podman Ron, it sounds like you may have the highest score here. You want to go first? Uh, let me see. Alex is going to be seething when he hears this this podcast if he ever listens. <laughs> I hope he. I hope he you fucking loves it. Based based on the way we do our ratings, I I'm going to give this a five only because this is so. I would watch this movie again. I, wow. I like the movie. I All think right, it's a fun movie to watch. I, I love it, Brian. We have failed miserably. We are failures, I Brian. I would watch this movie again. So you, so all right. No, don't, if, Brian. In a Brian. universe where the Godfather exists, <laughs> or not? No, don't even go there, Brian. Don't go there. Start. Go with Endgame. Don't mean this hoity-toity. Exactly. Stick with Endgame. Would you Endgame or okay, or Civil War? Endgame. Civil War, See, Endgame, Endgame, Infinity. Endgame, Civil War. The maximum score you can give anything. This, this is statistical. This is a statistical <laughs> bell curve. The highest rating you can possibly give is a five. And so you would I'm give this movie based on what we say these movies are. We're saying that's what that you say these our, movies our are. Rating. No, we said our rating system is yep. uh, a five. We watch it multiple times. Yeah, that's that's I, a true I statement. I will watch it multiple so, times. So and, and, five. and a five is that when it comes out on. On, on in digital, I won't even say on DVD mm-hmm. anymore. Would you yeah, purchase this? Hell no! Yeah, I'd watch it again. I would watch it. Yeah, I'd purchase. Y- you'll watch. You'll watch it again when it's on Disney Plus, though, right? You're not going to yeah, actively yeah. say, "I've got to add this to my DVD collection." One, you're you're not a very large DVD collector, I would say. No, right? I don't collect all. So that take but, that for. But a I would add it to my. I would add it to my streaming stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, okay. I see. I don't. As, I think you. As far as yourself, Marvel movies go, I like it better than Doctor Strange. I think you backed like yourself it. into a corner. I think. I think like, so. The no, fact I'm that not, no, the fact that you, you can't you can't say this is this movie is par with Endgame. You can't. <laughs> no, so I, so if, if you if your rating says that these both these movies get a five, it's something wrong with your rating system. Like <laughs> you need to reevaluate your rating system. So you gonna tell me? Oh. You gave Suicide Squad a five. Would you say Suicide's up there, Squad's up there with the Endgame? Yeah, for different that. reasons, but yeah. 
We'll be not saying she's Chinese. Okay. I mean, hey, okay. the pod man loved varying opinions. If nothing else, the pod man loved difference of opinions. So. <laughs> All right. So you're giving it a five. You're giving it a five. It's like laughable to even say it out loud. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. I like the movie. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. You should be proud of that. He's complained about the movie with us for for 30 minutes. (laughs) He said he loves the plot. Five out of five. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now we know exactly. I mean, absolute Alex is, I mean, there's some similarities between these two. Yeah. All right. Well, Brian, I'm going to break this monotony. I'm going to, I think I'm going to give this a two. Honestly, I I probably will watch it again to make sure that I'm not an insane person. Uh, But this movie, it was so disappointing to me because I was expecting to be thrilled with all kinds of kung fu type action uh, that was well choreographed and all this stuff. That's kind of the point, right? That's kind of the point. They're getting into a different genre. Right. That's what we were kind of promised, right? We're getting into a different genre. This is a different type of superhero. Right, right. This is it's it's the master of kung fu, and, and so like they're 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 giving they're teasing this to, to Ron's point earlier that that you know we haven't done westerns yet. Well, uh, <laughs> I we, give uh, we still two star a kid a five. Yet. Yeah, we still haven't done two a kung guns, fu yeah. movie yet, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So. Yeah, so I, I'm going to give it a two. I was very disappointed in it, disappointed in the actors, disappointed with uh, the plot, and disappointed with the director. But I'm going to blame it squarely on Disney shoulders, not What'd necessarily. You give it, Brian? I give it a two. What'd you get? Two. Man, you guys. I, I I say that, and maybe this goes to your point, Brian. I say you could completely not watch this movie. And probably not miss out too much on whatever the fuck is going to go on with Phase Four. Yeah, y'all gonna give y'all gonna give that turd the wrestler a five, and <laughs> the, the wrestler made me feel something Which other made than boredom. No entertainment value whatsoever besides Mickey Rourke mumbling around and Marissa Torme's and, titties. I mean, well, what was that? Mickey Rourke won that, an Oscar for it, did he not? I, I can't help that. Now, I mean, Podman Ron doesn't give a shit that. into that now. I'm, well, but the wrestler, it, it made me feel something other than boredom. That's how I will phrase that. Uh, are you serious? Yes, you I love that movie. Than, oh, my God. Okay. You, All right. Guys. Well, you're going to hate me soon enough, Podman Ron. Brian, go uh, go go ahead here. Uh, what are yeah. So... I, we can't do hassies. No, absolutely uh, not. So, I, and I think I'm there with you at a two. <laughs> All right. Well, that's. that's I, I might have given it a two and a half. I was disappointed. If this film shows up again, like if the kids are watching it, I feel no reason to be in the same room when it's on. I will slap like, the fuck like, out of them kids. Uh, like, uh, like if uh, uh, I have no interest in buying this film, like uh, the. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a two. All right. Well, there you go, Shang-Chi and the, uh, the Lord it, of the sad. Ten Rings. I did kind of like the first half of this movie. Ah, okay. Flip-flopper. Uh, until you get into, when, when they get back to, uh, <laughs> when they leave San Francisco, it, it, it falls apart. Like I would rather it stayed in San Francisco yes. or, or even stuck to like the underworld of, of, you know, of Japan or China or wherever right. they were, you know, if it stuck to that kind of stuff and it, uh, that would, I would have enjoyed that film much more. 
when it got into all the mystical stuff and the water map and the you know the the right. japanese creatures and 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 the black you know the well, it was the middle of the day on, on the beach. It started out in the middle but, of the day, and then across yeah. the lake, it was midnight. Yeah, it's, it's midnight. Well, why the hell? It's just yeah. Uh, exactly. The more the further it got in, the le- the more it just started to like unravel. It's like a sweater that you had. A, you kept pulling a loose thread, <laughs> and it just kept coming coming further and, and further. Apart. Naked Shang Chi, and you're done. I, I yeah. will say that on that point, and and I won't, I won't belabor it. Maybe I'll belabor it for uh, wait for another time. I was telling Podman Ron that I was rewatching some of my favorite Marvel movies, uh, Ragnarok, Endgame, Infinity War, and all that, and was realizing that some of that stuff is a bunch of bullshit too. So from the from that point of the the midnight fight and everything, remember in uh, in Endgame where they did the snap, everything came back. It was the middle of the day, and mm-hmm. the birds were singing, and then all of a sudden Thanos comes. And destroys a bunch of stuff. Then when they get out of the rubble, it's midnight. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, okay, whatever. But anyway, I agree with you, I Brian. think the difference in those films, though, Brad, is you liked the characters. Yeah, no, that's when, you, you forgive it. Yeah. yeah. You forgive it. When you like the characters, when you're invested in the characters, you forgive that stuff. Right. But when you've got a weak character, main character, or you've got, you know, uh, like this these weak pop plot points or you're trying really too hard to, to get people to care about these characters, you lose people. Yeah. And then, and then that's, then those cracks really start to shine through. Right. So, well, uh, speaking of cracks shining through, I, let's, let's move on from that. I, I do, uh, want to really quick, uh, say that my movie assignment from last week was Dale versus De- uh, Tucker and Dale versus mm-hmm. the force of evil or whatever, uh, is no longer on Amazon prime. Oh, it's uh, not? not on prime, at least prime video. So, uh, again, I would say Podman Ron, you should give that a shot. I have seen it before. I have not recently, but it is worth uh, watching, especially if you're an Alan Tudyk fan. Uh, and it plays, should we make, give him some of the premise? Uh, well, let's save that. Let's save that. Okay, Basically, okay. it riffs off the horror genre and, you know, the rednecks that go around killing people or whatever. You kind of see their side of it, and it's a, it's a horror comedy, and, but it's very well done, I would say. Higher than average stuff. So instead, I tried to take into account what Podman Ron said. He he left me with some lasting words uh, last episode when we were talking about the spinning wheel. Uh, he said, "Why well, thought that you know we wanted to explore the, some movies that are made by Amazon or Netflix or HBO Max, these originals, and uh, take a look at it that way." I'm like, "Okay, I'll do that." So I tuned into completely blind uh, the movie Annette. Uh, that sound familiar to any one of you guys? No. Have to look at good movies. Uh, well, you I, hard to tell though with these originals, right? Because you bear you hardly even see trailers for these stupid things. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's Adam Driver, sure. Uh, Marianne Marianne Cotard. Cotard, Mar- yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And so I'm like, all right, I will give this a gander. About uh, it's about a, a stand-up comedian who falls in love with an opera singer. I'll let you figure out which one's which. Uh, it turns out it was a musical, a two-hour, over-two-hour musical. Uh, but you know That's what? Horrible. It sounds horrible, and I got to get, I got to get fucking Alex on this podcast and talk to him. I've watched it three times now. Yeah, really? that movie stuck in my gut, and I have no idea why. It's either it's I'm the, sorry, you watched it how many times? Three times. Yeah. You need to get some help, man. I know. <laughs> now you know why I never want to go out to the movies again. 
no, it, it's like the Schrodinger's cat of movies. It's either the greatest piece of cinema or it's a pile of shit. Or it may be both at the same time. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. If the cat's in the box, you don't know is if it's it alive or, or dead. So it must be both. It must be both. Yes. Thank you, Ryan, for for appreciating my scientific <laughs> oh my reference God. there. Uh, no, it's I, I am I am completely fascinated by this movie. Uh, pretty much everything other than Adam Driver's stand-up bits are sung in song. The songs are not great, necessarily. They tell you exactly what is going on in the person's mind, which is, I guess, part of a musical. Uh, but anyways, I, I, for some reason, I am in love with that movie. Uh, I'll probably hate it next week, uh, but I highly recommend Annette for all of the musical lovers out there. And, uh, hey, yes, Adam Driver is shirtless through most of it, but beside that... I now kind of want to go back and watch at least his scenes from the Star Wars movies because I'm like, he is such an intense actor and everything. I, uh, he may be my, one of my favorite actors of the generation after seeing this movie. Wow. Yeah. Thank and he you. doesn't do that great of a job in it. But there's something alluring about him to where I'm like, I kind of want to see this guy in more things. So, anyway. There was a time people wanted him as Nightwing. Yeah, he would be horrible at it, probably. But no, I again, he's or amazing, or, or amazing, or both. He's one of these guys to where he's not a handsome fella, I would say, by any means, objectively speaking. Uh, but he has some on-screen presence to where you're like, yeah, this guy's fantastic. So he's kind of like a uh, uh, Steve Buscemi, <laughs> you know, to where <laughs> his on-screen presence makes you say, like, I would watch this guy act in anything, even though I don't like looking at him. <laughs> Sorry, Steve Buscemi. I know 9-11's like coming up, so. Uh, a ripped Steve Buscemi. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. All right, so that was my hot take on that. I definitely, I'm going to text Alex and see if he's seen it, because I know you guys would just shit all over me for watching a fucking musical for six hours, so uh, I don't expect much from you. So I have replaced I have replaced it with something on the streaming wheel. Let's go ahead and go to the streaming wheel, see who is in for quite a surprise. Ooh, lucky for you, Brian. You are the winner this this time around. All right. Which language would you like to learn? Which language would you like to learn? Learn to speak a language. Oh, I'm going to have to pay for these ads one day, get these ads off here. All right. So, Brian, we do have a few things on the streaming wheel um, that I did have to replace. I did replace, uh, oh, Judas and the Black Messiah on HBO Max with News of the World. Okay. Tom Hanks movie. Um, and then I replaced, oh, I replaced uh, uh, Tucker and Dale with Suspiria on Amazon Prime, which is an okay. Amazon Prime original. Uh, remake a of remake. a horror movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. anyway, let's see what you got here, Brian. I wish the best for you. <sighs> uh, you lucked out, Brian. You may have already seen it. We should all watch it, from what I understand. Val on Amazon Prime. Val Kilmer documentary. I've not yet, but I, Perfect. I, I, I would too. I look forward to next week to hearing your review of Val, because uh, supposedly his kids love it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Should we do we even want to head to the TV land without Alex being around to talk about what if? Uh, what are we 
you guys talking about? What if? What if? Oh, well, good. Yeah. All right, the watcher is watching, and what if Doctor Strange? What if Doctor Strange went crazy, and why, Brian? Because of love. So is this because a new? <laughs> this is the new thing in uh, Marvel and Disney movies. Everybody does it because of love. Right? Yeah, because love. Yeah, because love. Uh, so, so, I mean, what are your thoughts? I sludged through this episode after after you know the the great debate from last week about what ifs and everything. I'm like, okay, well, I'll watch this latest episode. I, again, I had a hard time it, making through it. I was not interested whatsoever. Like time is my ally in all of this. Like it, it, I, I've said, like we're, like we're losing the thread. Like, what if should be a simple concept <laughs> that, that that then changes the trajectory? Right. Uh, this thing, it, it, this is a hard show to enjoy. That <laughs> is, it is, it is a very yeah. difficult show to enjoy. Uh, and and Doctor Strange, it just reminds me how little I like the last Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> like th- this whole thing, it, it reminds me of how of how boring Doctor Strange is right in the movie yeah and what's wild is Benedict Cumberbatch is is a good actor everybody and loves him Sherlock Sherlock is fantastic uh, like he's a good actor but it's like they ring out every every possible like nuance that he could have put into the performance any sort of personality is completely ripped out of the character uh, and, and it just continued right on into this. Like <laughs> he's completely boring, completely boring. Like he, you know, the it was just. Podman, Ron, <laughs> Podman, Ron, did you see it? The I did see it. Um, you give it a five. I give it a five. No, no, no. <laughs> this is, I disagree about the what if show itself. I I do like the show. Um, I, I like the first, second, and uh, third episode. I like them. Um, this one was a hard one to watch. Yeah. Uh, and I and the at first I thought it was a pretty okay concept. It's like okay, so if she went with him to this this dinner or whatever, right? And and she died. Okay, that would cause the is the trajectory to trajectory to what his uh, what would happen with him change I, and I got that but when he kept changing and going back and no matter what he did and how he changed it it was Groundhog Day come out the same yeah, yeah it was Groundhog Day but but they forget that she wasn't originally she wasn't with him so that was one way to change it you know so <laughs> right. and he even tried that and it was like no that still wouldn't work she well, was still right. wouldn't she get killed the first time yeah right exactly so that's where to me they kind of lost it and it got boring after a while and it was like okay and then him turning into a creature and i know he's he's supposed to be getting darker and no right. sister because of the dark magic but it just it just was getting boring and predictable and uh, yeah, I, I, I so, did not like this episode. Well, and I believe, I believe, uh, it was said in the Doctor Strange movie that they only went on like one date or something. It was like you know, <laughs> right? The love of my like life. It was, they they'd gone on one date like two years earlier. So 
the the small change is that one date turned into a two year relationship, um, and and, and a, a healthy relationship because that was the whole thing was he was too immature and right, that sort right. of thing. He was he was too wrapped up, too narcissistic, and wrapped up in himself. So it's like it's not a simple change that affected this. It's it, there's rules to it. If if they if they establish the rules like to this, it makes better sense, and it's going to keep them from getting into the weeds. But nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, right. Like they're just like, well, well, you know, if if somebody said it should be a simple change that has huge ramifications later on, then 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 if you stay with that, then you've got to map out the trajectory. And and this change would make a logical change here, and this change would make a logical change there, and this. But they don't do that. They're just like, you know what? Let's just throw shit on a board. And what's, what, what seems the most... What, uh, what would make uh, Doctor Strange go crazy? Oh, he loses yeah. the love of his life. Aha, there we go. That's all we need. Been on, That's all they need. They've only been need. on one date. Yeah. It, 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 you know, they don't, well, I, don't know, I don't know about the one date. I think it was, it was something like that. But, I don't think so. You know, I, I'd have to go back and rewatch that. Like I said, I didn't mind that part of it. I mean, and I get what you're saying about it. it's the one chance one change that could change everything one little you know if i turned right instead of turned left but i mean i get this that you know it would have been a a a change if she would have went with him and she would have died but i just didn't like the whole groundhog day thing it was it was monotonous it wasn't really what what ifs about it's not really what you know the time thing is i mean he should well, even when like things, so. even when uh, uh the watcher like scolded him at the end i'm like what the fuck like <laughs> well it turned it turned into like groundhog day and final destination you know no. I mean, it was like you know that they're gonna die no matter what so it's like okay i mean the whole the, the whole thing is disappointing <laughs> the whole what if is disappointing the because they like have it. well I, I love the concept of it and they have the right. uh you know the ability to do kind of whatever they want to you know and that's fantastic that you can animate having uh T'Challa right. and Star-Lord and all that kind of stuff uh but it just seems like the stories that they're picking are just so uninteresting sort of aside from the Avengers one which I, I enjoyed that one no, I, I actually liked I liked I know y'all don't like it, but and I don't want to harp on it, but like I did like all the first three. I like the fact that they can, they're, and they will. They're you're going to see some of these characters again, and you're going to okay. see them in the main movie. This Doctor Strange, you may see, you know, there may be a Doctor Strange yeah. three where he opens up a, a, a ball and, and and pops the evil Doctor Strange from this what if. I mean, you're you know, there's already rumor you're going to see Captain Carter, so. You know, I like the fact that the the shows will have ramifications throughout the Marvel Universe going forward. I also like the fact that they're only thirty minutes long. So, yes, you know, I, I agree with I that. I don't sit through two hours of shit. Bullshit. Um, it's thirty minutes. You know, you you can't. There's there's just so much you can do in thirty minutes. Agree, so, although this last episode seemed like it was four hours, so <laughs> it was a long one. It's. it's it was very long, and I'm really not really looking forward to too much of the zombie one tomorrow morning, but we'll see. I'm not a big fan of the, the whole zombie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, again, I, I'm hoping that will be a little bit more exciting. All right. Uh, what do we got? What else we got to want to talk about? We're uh, we're almost we're running up against time here, but uh, what else, Brian? I know you had the Boondock Saints 
and The Witcher. And somebody put on, I'm assuming this was you, Podman Ron, the Lincoln Lawyer under the Bosch cast. No, that wasn't me. No, that was me. Oh, okay. That was me. So it's been a a dry run. I watched... uh, I can do these quickly. I watched the Lincoln Lawyer just because of the uh, the Bosch connection. Yep. And uh, uh, PMR, you should watch this movie because I it's, have. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. There you go. And so it's set in the. It's apparently set in the Bosch universe, even though Bosch is never referenced in any way, shape, or form. Thank but uh, they're saying it'll be it'll be connected when they when they do the Lincoln Lawyer TV show on Netflix. But uh. uh very like i mean it's it's like he's the anti-bosh he's very likable (laughs) and this uh, is matthew mcconaughey matthew mcconaughey he's very likable uh the story kind of does the same sort of thing where multiple plot threads come together at the end uh but uh yeah a very good film i'm I'm excited to see the uh, the tv show and and honestly uh you know it's uh it's like twins it's like a uh, Bosch is the Danny DeVito to uh, uh, Mickey uh, Mickey Haller's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. It's like Bosch got all the antisocial. You know, uh, 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 Hopefully, they don't oh Bosch god. it up. I, oh my god, we're we're just got to go through and, and pull out all the best lines from Bosch because they're he is so dry and so terrible. I just watched an episode the other day where uh, there's a bomb in the court courtroom. And he's like, mm-hmm. There's a bomb, everyone. He just announces it so. Uh, it's just terrible. You'd have to watch it. Uh, I don't. I don't know what this actor, where he gets his inspiration from. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I watched right. the Lincoln Lawyer. Highly recommend it. All right. Everybody should watch it. Uh, then I watched uh, for the first time ever. Oh. Boondock Saints. Oh wow! Okay. Never watched it before. It's been a while for me. And, and I gotta say, like, it takes you a little bit to get into the what's happening with this movie right you know like the opening credits i don't know if you remember brad the opening credits were very like dukes of hazard-esque you know, like so you remember the dukes of hazard it would start it would be like you know uh daisy's washing the right the, the right jeep and she turns <laughs> around and goes you know like right. she turns around and paying mugs for the camera like that kind of thing right well like so like the first the credits seem like they take like nine minutes <laughs> Like, and it's these and it's these little and it basically tells you like the whole setup of the movie okay uh but it, it'll it'll show you like a little snippet of what's happening and it'll cut away right and it'll do more credits and a snippet of what's happening and it's cut away and you, you think it's like oh it's just care it, ah, it's just these are quick quirky characters it's like no this is a major plot points of the movie in the, in the credits <laughs> right. um but uh uh and then you uh, it by the time it it, it it turns on you. It's like by the time you get to like the midpoint of this movie or, or the, a third of the way to the movie, you're like, you're, you're in the rhythm of it, and it's uh, and it's and it's wonderful. It's a, it's a great film. Who, at that point. who are the uh, main actors? It's um oh man, damn it. Hang oh, on. Okay, never. Well, mind. it's it's Daryl from uh from the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, and um, some guy and that then, you don't really know, right? Or Willem Dafoe, right? Right, uh, the, the the bartender, his name's Doc, and he's got Tourette's. And I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. And I looked it up, and it's Doc from Fraggle Rock. Oh, you know the wow. human on of course. the human on yeah. Fraggle Rock with Sprocket the dog. The dog. Yeah, it, it's him, but he's blurting out you know uh, obscenities uh, uh, throughout alive. the film. Oh, he isn't now. Yeah, okay. he, he made it to like 2017. Oh. Um, oh. Got a lot of rain but, uh, coming in. 
yeah, Boondock Saints. Uh, it's uh, you got to stick with it. Okay, but uh, but it's it's a good movie. And, you would know? you call it uh, an uh, is it Irish? Right? Yeah, yeah Irish. It's an, it's an Irish movie. An Irish and, thriller, action thriller, maybe for Five Men Run. Have you heard of? It's almost like an Irish John Wick a little bit. Okay, yeah, is what it kind of is. Boondock Saints. That was like a popular movie, like in the what, early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. it though? Podman Ron? Have you I seen tried it? to watch it one time. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's what Brian's saying. You got to stick with and there's, it. And right? there's a twist at the Ooh. end, right? There's a twist. Um, uh, the uh, you get a little. Uh, they bring in this guy who's kind of like the Saint of Killers to take right. out the uh, uh, the, boys. the brothers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, and then you've got the whole Willem Dafoe. Uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe choose some major scenery yeah. in this film because he's the detective or, or something. Right? He's the detective, yeah. and he is very flamboyant. Uh, like, right, give it a shot again. It's it's uh, yeah. Enjoy Boondock Saints. Go check it out. I'd give, I'd give it a four. Oh wow! Uh, and then uh, or something else I watched uh, the Witcher, the Witcher cartoon or whatever. Oh, the Witcher. Was. I was just going to mention it because you know the Witcher uh, they. Uh, season one is out. Uh, season two is coming out shortly. They did an animated prequel, which focuses on Vesemir, which Vesemir is like uh, 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 Geralt's uh, Obi Wan. Oh, okay. and so this is kind of like a. So if you like The Witcher, go back and watch this because it kind of sets up like the universe, uh, what's gone on, why Care Morin's in ruins. And and really, it kind of introduces Vesemir before he's introduced in the TV in season two. Okay, so. I I've, I think I watched one episode. I may have watched a couple of episodes of The Witcher, but uh, do you stuck with it? I assume. Yeah, I stuck with it. Okay, it's good. I've, uh, and I've read the book, uh, the first book. All of the books are um, like kind of like vignettes. Some are longer than others, uh. but. Uh, uh, What's interesting is it's kind of like fractured fairy tales. They'll do like one of the stories you'll be into it and you're like, oh, wait, this is like a twisted version of Beauty and the Beast. Or this is like a twisted version of, of uh, you know, um, Snow White. Gotcha. And that sort of thing. So it's pretty good. Gotcha. Apologize for the noise here is, uh, I guess, installing uh, uh, sunroof on the uh, in the studio was probably not a good idea. <laughs> PMR's uh, practicing... Uh, clogging. No, this is, I think this one's me. This one's on me. Oh, is it you? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, PMR, do you have anything else? I've been watching musicals for the past uh, few days. Uh, PMR, what about you? Um, no. No? If it's for family, that's what okay. I don't know about that. So, yeah. Nothing really. Uh... So he'll watch, <clears throat> he'll watch F is for family, but he will not watch The Wire. No, he will not. I think I'm surprised. I would think you would. The wire would be right up your alley, Podman Ron. I'm, and I'm, and I will get to it. I will. He will I'm get to watch it. Bosch first. You told yeah, me Bosch. that's true. Bosch. That's true. Got to get through Bosch. Plow through and Bosch. Which, you know, it's too late. I'm already invested in Bosch. Yeah. Unfortunately. See it through. See it through. Uh, the other I thing. That, the other thing that I was uh, that I finished rewatching for several times is uh, the Righteous Gemstones on yeah, HBO. I really watch that. Oh yeah! Did you ever watch that, Brian? I've not watched it. I, I mean, I thought about it. I love uh, Danny <laughs> McBride, and Walter Goggins is in it. 
Walter Goggins is in it too. Yes, like Vice Principals. Yes, oh, I it's know not, in it too. And the uh, the woman from Vice Principals that was the stalker, she's in it as well as Adam oh. Devine, Devine, whatever his name is. Yeah, I like Adam uh, Devine working. And John uh, Goodman, right? And John Goodman. So it's got you know lots of people you've heard of. Uh, it's not as good as Vice Principals, I don't think. It's, I won't say call it it's more serious or anything, but it's it's not necessarily as laugh out loud as uh, Vice Principals is. But it definitely has its moments, and Walter Goggins is fantastic as always in it. So, uh, it def- and it's so far it's only one season. I think it's coming back next year. But anyway, Brad, I hate to good. pull the PMR card on you, but I think it's his name's Walton. Walton. Goggins. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I do not want to. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Walton. Damn. He's your Idris Elba. Elba. <laughs> Idris yeah. Elbow. We all have a we all have our Idris Idris Elbow to bear. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the rain is about to kick us out of the studio here. Any other uh, things for next week? Nope. That's all I got. <laughs> Not a damn thing. All right. Podman Ron. No, I'm good, guys. You, you're good? All right. Well, hopefully we'll yeah, get... I'm going to watch Shang-Chi again. <laughs> I bet you will, oh. yeah. You will brave the rain to get back in the theater and sit right next to somebody, sit next to a stranger, and be like, this is some good shit. I really like the plot. I hate I the actors, but I love the plot. I'm loving this movie, man. All right, well... I hate the actors. The third act sucks. But it's all right with yeah. me. But it five stars five stars five out of five stars all right well if if you can sit through a subtitled uh uh chinese movie i would suggest hero for you podman ron but uh, you know i can't all right well i can i can hope one day you will but until next time save it for the podcast <laughs>